What's up, HealthSource? This is Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of the HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own, where we hear HealthSource best practices and experience sharing from our doctors for our doctors. Hey, HealthSource, Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of our HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own. And uh, this week, uh, we have a new uh, guest uh, up in the Midwest region, Dr. Adam Sumney. Um, Adam, thank you very much. Oh, Health Source of Elk River, Minnesota, correct? Yep. And uh, relatively newer owner of that. Been there for a little bit, but uh, um, I'll let you share a little bit of your your background. Whether you want to go through, you know, what brought you into chiropractic, or just your your stint in Health Source, or whatever you'd like to share. Yep. So I've been the owner now of the health source of Elk River, actually only for three months. So I took over in April, Um, but I've been working at this clinic since I think I started seeing patients would have been January 1st of 2019. So just over two years. Um, Before that, I actually was an intern at the health source of Elberville, which I'm sure a lot of people know Andy Coons um, and Dr. Mike Wachke um, over there. So I was actually an intern there first. Um, so as you far just as started what, as an intern and then your first, once you got licensed, your first actual treating position was in the Elk River Clinic. Oh yeah, I got thrusted right into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, um, I, Andy basically was, you know, awesome, obviously with training, he does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Um, but he basically took that time where I was going over there and I was actually, before I started my full on internship with their, them, I would go every Tuesday training too. So I've been at his clinic for that point, seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting me ready to take over for Elk River. Now Elk River is supposed to be a little bit more of a easier transition. So the doc who is currently there is an older gentleman, just kind of wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, he was supposed to kind of stick around, you know, help with the transition. No, man, January 1st comes, I start seeing every new patient, every person. He went to Florida, didn't really ever come back. So it was, uh, it was pretty interesting at the very beginning. But yeah, so I learned, I actually learned quite a bit from being just tossed into it. Yeah. Um, so that was, it was a good, it was a stressful, but a good experience. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, and, and you, you know, you came in at a little bit of a, a difficult time too. I mean, what was the clinic like prior to you taking over though? What was the volume? You know, you have to give exact numbers. You can just do mm-hmm. patient visits or something because I know where you're sitting right now. Yep. And that's something to be said about what you've been able to do to grow that clinic in the, in the, you know, well, so it's been a little over a year and a half since you've yep. actually been there and took over. Yep. So give us just a little bit of, you know, that time where you started, when, what, it, what the clinic was at. And then, you know, if you want to share where you're at right now, you know, again, you don't have to necessarily share revenue numbers, yep. but if you want to share patient visit numbers or something, because your yep. growth has been pretty astounding when a lot of people have used not just health source doctors, because we've actually grown as a company through all of mm-hmm. this, but a lot of other chiropractors have used this last year and a half as, as an excuse of why their business hasn't done so well. And what you've been able to accomplish up there is, is outstanding. Yep. So when I first, um, when I first started out here, it was, well, one, the office is just super old, like old carpet, old walls, just, I don't know, it's just old. Mm -hmm. Um, but the actual, um, the doc at the time, I think he was seeing anywhere from like 30 to 30 to 55, 60 patients, 60, if he's having a busy week. Um, when I first started out, um, and took over. Wait, those are weekly numbers. Yeah. That was a week, a week. Oh, Okay. I, yep, I so, knew it was not that high, but I didn't realize it was that. Okay. 
Yeah, so it was, it was pretty low. Yeah. Um, uh, so he, like I said, he, that's what it was like when I first got here, a lot of free time. Um, so I did, uh, during that, actually before I started treating patients, I was starting to get more involved in the community. So I was doing a lot of community outreach events, even though I wasn't actually treating yet. Yeah. Um, new patients, if I remember right, I mean, I think he was like 14 or lower a month. Something around, something around there. He didn't do too, actually too bad for new patients for not doing really yeah. much of anything. Um, and since I took over, I mean, we exploded the first couple months, um, especially in rehab. Uh, I remember I was talking to Casey and Andy and uh, Casey in particular is like, you don't get a rehab specialist till you have this amount of numbers. And they kind of at the beginning, like, that's not going to happen for this amount of months. Well, in the first month and a half, they were, we need to get a rehab specialist That's because awesome. I was getting out, it was getting out of control. I was seeing, you know, um, 40, 50 units a day, just myself on top of treating everyone and stuff. Yeah. So, um, that first summer was insane, just reactivated everyone. Yeah. So everyone who came in that clinic, even if they were old patients, patients that didn't really experience health source, cause they mm -hmm. had come in before for more or less like pain management or the classic, I'm going to come in, use my insurance once and then leave and then come back two months later and use my insurance again, which is, yeah. you, you can't do that. So I'd have that conversation a lot too. Um, so when that's, uh, when that occurred, yeah, we just grew super fast that first year. Um, so we had my first rehab specialist hired. He was there with me through the summer. Um, by the January of that following year, so a year later, we hired our second rehab specialist. Um, kind of had a full team through COVID. COVID hits. Um, March was just like everyone else's March and April. Dipped down, but then we shot back up, and then we grew a ton again in July, June, July, and August of last summer. And then yeah. we've just been, since honestly, since December, we've been just kind of growing. So what have you done in that time? Like what was the, uh, what, what were some of the changes that you went through or what you did? Obviously you started writing a decent treatment plan that included rehab. You reactivated in progress exams on people that were under care and, and wrote a little bit more rehab basis uh, plan or rehab based plan. Um, what were some of the things, you know, because it was a COVID time that, that helped you grow? Like, you know, I always ask like a marketing strategy, like what was a marketing strategy that you guys used that you think was different that got you more prospects or was it just the reactivations was your marketing strategy or what can you say were some of the biggest changes to attract new, new patients? So at that time we were doing a lot with phones, um, especially at the, when everything was really shut down. So reactivation calls. So we were doing a bunch of calls. I mean, we took we took our system back as far as it would go. Um, okay. And then we just started, I mean, we broke it up into, at the time it was me. So me, Marie, um, me, Marie, Kian, and Ashley, and we all had sheets. And then any any slow time we were calling reactivation calls. And it was just a simple one that, um, that corporate put out basically that said like, yeah. we're open, we're safe. Um, come on in, you get a discount, obviously, if you've been a patient before in the past. So we did that actually captured a lot of people from that during that time more than we typically would when we do reactivation calls. Mm -hmm. um, we did marketing events if we could. I mean, it was very few and far between because it was just it was really hard to get out. Um, we did a lot of in office stuff. So like we still did a teacher appreciation day, but we had teachers come into our office instead of going to the schools. Um, we did like the, um, you know, the law enforcement, fire department, EMT mm -hmm. week, um, things like that just to still keep the ball rolling 
yeah. um, until we could get back out more in the community. Now, thankfully, we're back out doing more marketing events um, now that everything's opened back up. And what are your favorite, what is your go-to marketing event that you use? Oh, that's a good question. So um, we go to anything. I go to everything and anything because I'll give it a shot once at least. Mm-hmm. And then if it's really, really bad, right, then we know. If it's something that we went and it was, you know, a little bit difficult, but we could see like, oh, if we did this better, then we'll do it again right. and try it out again. Yeah. Um, so we will be literally anywhere, um, anywhere that allows us to come. So we've done things as far as like we've been to um, some of those shops that do just like design paintings where women go and do mm-hmm. drink some wine. They um, make brush pines. or some yep. of those types of things. Yep. Yeah. So we've been there. We were at the Sherburne County Fair this last weekend. Um, doing chair massages. We've been at already this year. We've been at a 5K, a couple 5Ks actually. We're at a Tough Mudder in Elk River. Um, we do. Um, we still do chair massages at workplaces. Okay. So a lot of times with our patients, we ask them where their workplace is, and then we'll offer it up. So then we'll go into the workplace and do chair massages. Those are probably our my favorite ones, because then awesome. it's a guarantee you're gonna at least massage somebody. Yeah. Um, so those are it's probably just, my favorite. It's just interesting because people that have done it for a while, they feel like they get burned out on those. And you know, I, I never minded going out and doing those yeah. like you, you're still getting your hands on people and you just, you get a, an opportunity while you're massaging them to educate them. But, you know, so even if they don't make that buying choice right there and then you at least, you know, let them know where you are and what you, what types of conditions you treat. And, you know, if they have a problem or their friends or family or somebody they know has a problem that they might send them to you. And that was the really cool part too, is to see that trickle effect. So after my first year, um, my second, so that's what are them in 2020, I was starting to have people that would trickle in that they're like, I saw you a year ago, or I saw you at this event. And it started to happen more often where we'll have someone be like, we actually, we're all going to meet them and introduce myself. And they're like, I actually saw you at this place. And then when I had a problem, this is where I decided to go essentially. Yeah, the slow so burn, slow burn activities, the things that you don't necessarily, you know, don't get a direct response right there, but you got to put the energy out there. You got to get out there and do them and then eventually it, it uh, pays off. Yep. So that's been, um, so that's been good. And it's been, we've been really happy to be back out at um, marketing and events. Our goal right now is to have at least four external marketing events a month. When COVID hits before that with Dr. Kyle, we had a goal of eight a month and we actually were hitting that. We were hitting wow. at least eight a month. So That's then awesome. COVID hit. Yeah. Um, but so we're now we're trying to do at least four a month. Yeah. Well, and plus you, you've now established the practice. So you're getting the internal referrals. You have other things to, to, to add in, you know, whether it's not, that's not your primary driver. Right. Yep. So it's, uh, you don't have to push as hard. You can, and you know what to do if you want to ramp up and try to really get more new prospects and you can continue to keep, you know, pushing that hard, yep. but you don't necessarily need to. And you're writing good treatment plans. You have a much higher patient visit. So I know you just said over this last year and now doing this stuff, you're, you're on the brink of, uh, or just about to crush a, a patient visit record. Yep. So up over the 200 mark. That's awesome. So we hit, yeah, we hit over the 200 mark for the first time this spring. And then um, this week right now, we're on pace to be in the 230s. So we're, we're psyched about that. <laughs> yeah, from that's, I mean, just think about that girl from the last year and a half, you went from, yeah. you know, 30 to 50 to 230, you know, yep. it's, that's unbelievable. And when a lot of like I said, a lot of chiropractic offices over the last year and a half have, have not grown, shrunk, or, or even closed up. You guys have managed to, to thrive, and that's uh, awesome. So tell me, 
you know, being newer, you know, being in, in hell source now, what do you say? What is your unique um, thing about you, your clinic, your services? What sets you apart in your area when you're out in the community and talking to people? So as far as if, as far as like almost uniqueness with health source itself, um, this is the part where um, I've had some people ask me in the past about this, where we're actually not unique. We just do the systems. Um, that's what makes us really, I know it sounds, it sounds like no one wants to hear that. Um, they kind of want a better answer, but that's all I do um, is we do the systems. I was very thankful to be with Andy and Mike and have Casey help me out too. Cause they have, they really follow the systems as well. Um, as far as our community goes, there's no one like us. And I'm not trying to be cocky. I'm not trying to just say that. I'm, there's almost 20 chiropractors in Elk River. Not a single one does what we do. And I know that for a fact. So we're extremely different in our community. And we get a lot of people from the other, basically people who've seen other chiropractors in the area that come to us now. The way that you just explained that, it, it goes to show why you're as successful as you had. You know, people that have been in practice for 20 or 30 years cannot say that type of a line with that level of confidence and certainty. And the fact that you're only a couple of years into practice and you have that confidence about you in and amongst all these people. And, and that's really what wins people over. And I, I, I always ask that question to every doctor that I interview on this podcast because that right there is the essence of what makes a person successful is that they can say with that confidence and certainty, this is why I'm great. This is why I'm better than the, the doctors around you, whether it's a, a, the whole office setting or in the rehab space or you know, in nutrition, whatever it is, but you have that confidence about your clinic and the services you offer. And that's what, gravi that's what people gravitate to you. It's awesome. Yeah, and a, a big part of that too is, I, I mean, the, probably the biggest part of that is my team. Um, they're all extremely hardworking and they all bleed chiropractic. Um, yeah. So it's, that's a big difference. I haven't always had that. I just, honestly, it's only been like that for me for maybe the last like three, four months. Oh, we haven't had such a good team like we do now. So that's a huge part of that too, is when your team um, believes in it just as much as you do, well, that makes a world of difference. Yeah, that's Outstanding. I mean, it's you're you're. It sounds like I'm speaking to like a 20 year veteran, and, and it's hard to <laughs> hard to remember that you've uh, you're still relative rookie in in practice, but you you speak it like a veteran. Um, all right. So I know you've had some pretty good mentors along the way. Uh, obviously, you've trained in some good offices. But what do you do yourself? What what drives you? What motivates you? Um, what motivates me a lot is I would have to say just um, big one is just trying to ex get my family as far ahead as possible. Um, so I grew up a lot of, and this is also where I'm pretty kind of relate to a lot of the other health source chiros around us. Most of them grew up in kind of small town areas. A lot of them didn't come from a whole lot of money. I'm the exact same way. Um, so I've always, the work portion of it, doing works never bothered me, but just the idea of now, you know, things that I have now, even just at my age that my parents have never had. Right. And just the ability to say like, Hey, when maybe when I have kids, instead of telling them, you know, for me, it was, I want to play hockey. Right. And you get the, well, we can't because we can't afford it. So then I'm working. Instead, I go to work three jobs when I'm in high school. Um, no, it'll be, be able to tell my kid like, hey, you're going to be able to do this if you want to and if you work hard at it, right? Yeah. So that's um that's something that I would say extremely motivates me and just making sure that when my family is fully developed, you know, and we're growing up that we will be different than what I had. Not to say my, my parents are fantastic. They really are. Yeah. But just to have more opportunities and yeah. not have to, 
do some of the things I, you know, some of the struggling stuff that we had to do when I was growing up. So I would say that's probably my biggest motivator. Um, and then I actually too, as bad as it sounds, I have a competition with my brother to basically <laughs> see who can do better. <laughs> is it, is he, is he in like a similar profession or just, no, he's in a completely different profession, oh, okay. but I'm talking, he had, um, he grew up same way, right. Um, same with my parents. He's older than me. He's 14 years older than me actually. Oh wow. And he went from a two year associate degree to somehow running construction company. Like just from, it's basically from hard work, hard work. Yeah. So we kind of have like a, we have like a little competition. So I always give him crap about that. Yeah. Um, so, and that's also another good mentor I've always had cause he's, but he's like crazy hard worker, scary hard worker. So, <laughs> well, it's not, it sounds like you, you are too. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't <laughs> seem like the, uh, the fruit fell too far from the tree. I mean, that's the thing about Midwest. It's, a, you know, we, and I was the same way. I grew up in a small town, Wisconsin. So, you know, didn't, didn't come from a plethora of money, but we did have hard work and, and I would consider pretty good values and, and hopefully, you know, we can continue to keep uh, passing those values on uh, to our kids. But, the money does give you other options, other experiences and things that we did not uh, able to afford as well. So that's super, super cool. Um, all right. Anything else you want to share before we sign off for this one? Uh, honestly, I don't think so. I mean, if, if anyone has any questions, if they um, have anything they want to reach out to me for, they definitely can. Um, I'm sure Brady puts the, you put the email address and stuff like that in there. I typically don't, but uh, oh, okay. Yeah. If you ever want to reach out, tell source of Elk River, um, yeah. just reach out. <laughs> um, I can help out if you guys have any questions, any things like that. Um, but also too, I'm always looking to, if anyone's ever doing something really new, we're always looking to try to do new things as well. So that's what sure, we, we really follow is. a ton of people on, um, in health source across the country. Mm -hmm. Every time we see a really cool idea, we kind of be like, Oh, can we do that? So well, if you get some new ones, you can always share them with me and then I can always add them into yep. the Tuesday training, a leader's guide, do a short little video about it, something like that. So, yep. um, no, that's awesome. I, I, it, you know, had you, I don't remember how long ago when you first came through the health source university and, you know, even the, the preparation and the dedication and things that you did during that time, it was pretty evident that you were going to be successful. Um, but sometimes it, it, it's, it still wows me with how fast people can do it when they're, you know, on a mission to have a purpose and they're just a hard worker and, uh, and you met those expectations. So congratulations, yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's crazy to fun. think HSU was two summers ago already. <laughs> I know, <laughs> so. I know. It, 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 it does because it's been a year and a half since we've even done them in person and you, uh, you came when we were still doing them in, at, uh, in person. So awesome. Good to hear you, buddy. It's good to talk and catch up with you. Wish awesome. you the best. And, uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll touch base with you soon. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Adam. Thanks again for listening. If you want to be a guest on a future episode or would like to nominate another doctor to be a guest, please feel free to email me, Dr. Brady Schuyler at bschuyler at healthsourcechiro.com.